Today is March the 4th, and today we see the story of Samson's revenge as we study Judges chapter 15 together. So in Judges 15, the first couple of verses, the story of Samson continues. Later on during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a present to his wife. He said, I'm going into my wife's room to sleep with her. But her father wouldn't let him in. I truly thought you must hate her, her father explained. So I gave her in marriage to your best man. But look, her younger sister is even more beautiful than she is. Marry her instead. Now the father is giving away his daughters as if they were, they were merchandise. Samson doesn't want her sister. He wanted his wife. He's angry, and so what he does is he sets fire to the wheat fields that surround the town of the young woman. When uh, the people of the town realize that their wheat harvest, their olive trees and their vineyards are destroyed, there will be no harvest this year, they say, who did this? In verse 6, Samson was the reply. Because his father-in-law from Timnah gave Samson's wife to be married to his best man. So the Philistines went, they got the woman and her father, and they burned them to death. Now this is the woman that Samson still loved. Verse 7, because you did this, Samson vowed, I won't rest until I take my revenge on you. He attacked the Philistines with great fury and killed many of them. And then he went to live in a cave in the rock of Etam. Now we're not told how many people Samson killed, just that it was a great many, um, directly as a result of the vengeance for the murder of his wife and his father-in-law. Verse 9, the Philistines retaliated by setting up camp in Judah and spreading out near the town of Lehi. The men of Judah asked the Philistines, why are you attacking us? And they replied, we've come to capture Samson. We've come to pay him back for what he did to us. So the Philistines attack another town. It's interesting how everybody seems to be going after third parties, knowing that it'll make its way back to the people that they really want to injure. Well, indeed, 3,000 men from Lehi went to talk to Samson. Samson says, what are you doing here? He said, I, we've, we've come to tie you up and deliver you to the Philistines. Samson says, okay, just promise me that you won't kill me yourselves. He said, no, we won't. So they tied him up with new ropes. They deliver him to the Philistines. We pick up the story in verse 14. As Samson arrived at Lehi, the Philistines came shouting in triumph. But the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson. 
he snapped the ropes on his arms as if they were burnt strands of flax. They fell from his wrist. He found the jawbone of a recently killed donkey. He picked it up and killed a thousand Philistines with it. Then Samson sings a little song. He's proud of what he's done. But in verse 18, Samson was now very thirsty, and he cried out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great victory by the strength of your servant. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of these pagans? So God caused water to gush out of a hollow in the ground at Lehi. And Samson named the place the spring of the one who cried out. Did you hear what Samson said? You have accomplished this victory through my strength. Samson doesn't seem to recognize that it's the Spirit of the Lord coming on him that enables him to do these things. Instead, he's looking at himself saying, look at me, aren't I wonderful? Verse 20, so Samson judged Israel for 20 years during the period when the Philistines dominated the land. Again, Samson does not deliver Israel from the Philistines. He judged Israel, but the Philistines dominated the land during the whole period of time. Samson is still impulsive. Samson kills not to deliver Israel. He kills for revenge. And he's misguided. Lord, you use my strength. It's me who's doing this. You owe me some water. <laughs> Yesterday, we said you don't have to be perfect for God to use you. And that's true. Today, I would just add a caveat to that. No, we don't have to be perfect, but we do have to understand what God is doing. We do have to see God's movement, understand His purpose, and understand our role in fulfilling that purpose. Want to be used by God? Look to see what he's doing. Understand his purpose and fit in with what God wants for you. I encourage you to like and follow on the platform that you listen to this presentation on. If you like it, share it with your friends. If you have a question for us, email us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll have the end of the story of Samson.